7.08 on the morning news. Calgary Police Chief Mark Newfeld joins us this morning for his monthly visit with us here on the morning news. Happy to have you here. Good morning, Chief. Good morning, uh, Andrew and Sue. Well, let's start with a term we've heard a lot lately. It's defunding. What's your stance on this much-used word that's been circulating for the past several weeks when it comes to police services? Yeah, from what I can see, it certainly means different things to different people. And so I've been trying to understand where people are coming uh, from with it. But I think actually it's got a lot to do with um, the assumption that over the past number of decades, there's been a defunding of several sectors, including social services, public health, that sort of thing around addictions and mental health. And that a lot of that demand has actually ended up falling uh, to police. And it's, it's happened because police are sort of the 24-hour, the 7-day-a-week agency that can respond to these things. Um, so I think over time, the, the, the theory goes that things have morphed into police being uh, expected to do a bunch of things that maybe they aren't best placed to do. And so I think, you know, from that standpoint, looking at some of the uh, examples that are, that are uh, put forward, uh, you say to yourself, yeah, we should engage in those conversations and see whether or not we are um, uh, best placed to be the first uh, agency of first response in any case. And of course, we're pretty pretty rich with data, and so we have no problem participating in those conversations and explaining what we are involved in, and uh, and exploring different ways of doing business. I think it's a great way to think, Chief. You know, no no hit to the police themselves that you know some of them are may not be trained to go in and deal with mental health issues. So why not put together maybe a an officer led task force that would be the ones called in when there's a situation like that? It does kind of make sense for for everybody really involved. Yeah, I think we have to be open to new ideas. And I think what we're talking about here, Sue, is, is kind of systems change, right? Mm-hmm. Um, at the end of the day, um, in bigger centres, Calgary included, I think there's some pretty innovative programs uh, operating right now um, that actually do some of what we're talking about here. Um, you would probably know that we have the PAC teams, the police and crisis teams, where we've got uh, police officers partnered with uh, clinicians um, to deal with some of these mental health issues as well. So it's not just the police going on their own. Um, also, you know, downtown, there's good examples, the DOPE team. Um, They take a huge amount of work uh, off the police plate by actually building relationships and connecting proactively with vulnerable uh, Calgarians and helping connect them to services before uh, calls for service go on the police board. So we work very closely with them too. And the idea is to ease that burden on on the broader uh, systems there, whether it's EMS or the emergency wards or policing. And so again, I I think it's a a good thing to do and I think uh, we'd be fully engaged in the conversations. You know, the other uh, phrase we've heard recently is uh, systemic racism. And so we're, we're wondering what protocols are in place at the CPS to promote equality within the service and to, to make sure that, uh, you know, those standards are followed. Yeah, for sure. I think that's an ongoing work uh, for all of us, again, across the system, right? We've, there's been a lot of talk about systemic racism, as you say. And so where does that play out uh, potentially in uh, our portion of the system? So we know that uh, we've got to be very careful around our practices, around recruiting and hiring and who comes into the organization, trying to increase uh, diversity, but also trying to make sure that we don't uh, bring people in who, who may be uh, um, racist or uh, explicitly biased. Um, the training is important too. Um, we provide our folks when they come in with uh, training on fair and impartial policing. That does examine things like uh, implicit and explicit bias and prejudice and discrimination and those things and discusses ways in which you know, policing and individuals themselves uh, can produce negative impacts on uh, communities. Mm-hmm. Certainly uh, we've heard from communities of colour, uh, Indigenous communities and vulnerable communities that that's an important thing. Um, we have pretty extensive diversity and cultural training in place now. Um, we are going to go back and look at, uh, we have various levels of it. So we're looking at what's mandatory and who gets what and how often. Um, so I think that's really important uh, as well. Uh, 
we've been engaging with the communities uh, very strongly, and you know that's really part of our mantra here at the Calgary Police Service. We've got uh, our diversity resources unit and eight advisory groups that are actually sort of focused around culture and religion, uh, as well as the LGBTQ community. And so I, I think we're well plugged into the community, but we've certainly heard uh, recently during the protests that we have more work to do and that this is something we need to pay attention to, and so we certainly are. Chief, on a related note, you've been asked recently about random street checks. Can you tell us what exactly those are and why you think it's okay? Yeah, so so the the language around this is really, really important. So street checks are something I support, but street checks are not random. Carding is random. So uh, just, again, to be clear, I don't support uh, carding because, again, that is random. Uh, At the end of the day, street checks are a tool that uh, police use here in Calgary. We call them info posts, but uh, officers need to actually have a reason uh, to be able to uh, pull somebody over or stop and check somebody or whatever the case might be. And generally speaking, what happens, uh, I think the number is about 50% of the ones that uh, we did in 2019 were in relation to dispatch calls for service from the public. So sometimes it's a suspicious person in the neighborhood or whatever the case might be. But even then, when officers go in uh, to the neighborhood, um, the individual that they pull over and, and, and make notes regarding would have to actually match the description. Um, you can imagine that sometimes the descriptions might be vague or whatever, and sometimes they, they stop just to talk to people to see if they've seen anything. But I think that it's a, it's a pretty significant um, um, piece of community-based policing when we go into communities that we can talk to people, and, and it's on that basis that I support that. But I definitely don't support you know, pulling people over because of uh, race or color or any of that sort of thing. That's, uh, that's a non-starter. Uh, also in the news that uh, the ending of the state of emergency uh, here in the city of Calgary, does that change anything for the CPS? I know that when we've uh, spoke with you over the past couple of months, uh, CPS has been involved in enforcing, for example, the large gatherings, etc. So any change in, in what your officers are doing? Yeah, you know what, the whole thing's been changing all the way along, of course, and that's just been the nature of the pandemic and what's been happening. And so now as we move into uh, stage two of the relaunch, there's a number of uh, new businesses opening, as you know, and with that comes uh, different restrictions. And so we're just kind of watching what the health restrictions are in relation to uh, getting those going again and then seeing what is our role uh, in all of that. Um, internally, actually, I don't think uh, there will be practically a lot, of, um, a lot of impact. We've been monitoring this closely around crime trends and, and that sort of thing, so we're fully, we're fully uh, plugged in there. Um, we did have a, an additional tactical operations centre running in relation to COVID. We still do, but uh, as we go forward, we'll keep assessing that and see whether we need to continue that or not.